welcome back to the Bravo Bible. How the hell are ya? Um, so this episode is going to be about Summer House, and I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like Summer House has been going on forever. Like my last episode on Summer House was so long ago it feels like and so much has just happened in the bravo universe that like this just i don't know how to explain it but it feels like it's just taking a really long time to get to the conclusion and we kind of already know what happens in real life so it kind of defeats the purpose of watching the show i feel at this point um that being said though i have watched it and i do like it and There's like this weird juxtaposition happening between watching Bravo and um, like following along on social media and just like knowing what's happening in real time. So like if I don't know who you are, but if you don't know this, you might be living under a rock. But like obviously, um, (laughs) sorry, I'm a little sassy today. I don't mean that. Um, So Obviously, Carl and Lindsay are engaged, right? Like, we all know that. We saw it on Instagram literally, like, a year ago. So, I mean, this whole season has just been leading up to that. And in the most recent episode, we see them finally get engaged. So, everything I'm going to talk about is going to be, like, leading up to that moment, okay? And then I'll talk about, like, the actual proposal and stuff. But, like, we we know it's all happening. So, like... It's kind of, like, weird watching everybody fight, like, Danielle, Carl, and Lindsay fight about, like, their relationship, knowing real time that they're happily engaged, you know? So it's it's kind of like seeing the behind the scenes, but also it's kind of just, like, get over it. Like, we know it happens. I don't know if anybody else feels that way. Maybe I'm just cynical. I don't know. But basically, Danielle, Lindsay, and Carl have been having this weird relationship, love triangle, I don't know what the hell you want to call it, friendship, question mark for the past few, um, like, episodes, right? Like, basically since the season started. But anywho, the problem is, is that the three of them were the three amigos, right? Carl, Danielle, and Lindsay. They were inseparable, the three of them. But... Since Carl and Lindsay have been together, it's caused a weird dynamic between their little throuple because obviously Danielle is not nearly as involved with what they're doing because they're not doing things as friends anymore. They're doing things as couples. And Danielle struggles with that because she feels like she's one losing her friends two doesn't support their relationship and three struggles in her own relationship so I think that internally she's like well fuck like the only people that I had that were like truly close to me I'm no longer even like that important to them anymore even though of course she's still important but just like the dynamic has just shifted a lot And I personally, I don't love Danielle. I've never really liked her. She's just kind of such a B character to me. And this season, she's so whiny and so just genuinely unhappy. Even though I agree with her, 
I know that I'm that friend that is very blatant about when I don't like a friend's boyfriend or when I think that a relationship is going too quickly. That's me in my friendships. So I get her perspective. I would totally feel that way if two of my best friends started dating and I no longer was a part of them in the same way. You know, the fact that they rely on one another way more than they would ever rely on me. I I struggle with that, wanting to feel like super included, wanting to feel important. Like I get where she's coming from. I feel like it's just her approach. And at the same time, I really relate to Lindsay. I feel like in the past, Lindsay has definitely been labeled as like crazy. And, you know, she speaks her fucking mind and she is really aggressive with the way that she delivers her perspective. And I mean, I get that because that's me. I am very... Um, I get activated, as Lindsay would like to say. So, like, it's hard because I see both sides. I think that Danielle is right, ultimately. However, she is not presenting her case to Lindsay in a way that Lindsay is going to, one, hear, and two, accept. Because Lindsay is not the type of person who takes criticism well I feel and Danielle is just not delivering what she's trying to say in like a receptive manner for Lindsay so let's just break it down so Danielle um is upset obviously that the relationship is changing and it's going in like a different direction right Danielle and her relationship I don't even know what her boyfriend's name is what is her boyfriend's name um what the fuck's his name i know when i listen back to it i'm gonna be like oh it's so rob his name is rob (laughs) i think i'm pretty sure it's rob but he's um what is he he's a chef wow i'm really scatterbrained today so sorry guys um so rob is a chef And their relationship is kind of difficult because his job is his passion and he's very dedicated to his job. I actually used to date a chef, fun fact. Um, He was a terrible person. (laughs) If you're listening, thanks for supporting the pod. Doubt you're listening. Um, But yeah, chefs are not necessarily ideal people to date (laughs) because their jobs are super demanding there are crazy hours and it's a hard industry to be like super successful in you know being a chef is is cutthroat you know what i mean like in one review you've lost all your reputation you could get a michelin star just as quickly as you'll lose it like not that i know anything about it look at me trying to be a foodie um a little guru but i mean we've all seen ratatouille it's hard to make it in the culinary arts but (laughs) i don't know what this episode is um yeah it's just i feel like they just have like a weird relationship right and the thing that i was talking about before where we know that things are happening currently versus what we're seeing on the show so currently we know in real life that danielle and rob are no longer together i feel like this 
is has a lot to do with the way that Danielle approached her and Lindsay, right? So she never gets to see her boyfriend that often because he was working crazy schedules. He, um, I don't know if he like has a restaurant or if he's just like the head chef. I don't, I don't really know what his deal is. They don't give us much about him. Um, but basically he works in Aspen, New York and, um, well, like the city and the Hamptons or Montauk or something. I don't know. Basically, he's all over the fucking place, and Danielle's like a little fucking lost puppy chasing him around, and she's like, yeah, I make a home for him wherever he is. So that, I feel like, is a problem with their relationship in itself, is that, like, she doesn't have herself in her relationship. She is Rob's girlfriend. It's not Rob and her, you know, that, like, how do I, like, articulate what I'm trying to say? Basically... I feel like Danielle doesn't have her own personality in her relationship. It's like it's Rob's world and she's just there to make sure that he, you know, has a place to lay his head down at the end of the night. And I feel like that also is Danielle's role in her friendship with Lindsay. And I think that in in this like season, we we see it like coming to ahead. We see the boiling point of Danielle just being like, fuck this. I want to be heard. I want to be appreciated. And I think a lot of that is subconscious and it's it's about her own relationship. She, the same thing she feels towards Lindsay, I'm sure she feels towards Rob. You know, she says to Lindsay, like, when do you ask me about how I feel? When do you ask about what I have going on? And I'm sure that those things relate to Rob because Rob's doing his own thing. And, you know, she kind of just floats around his schedule, floats around his location. Like she's literally like up and going wherever the fuck he needs her to be. And so I feel like a lot of her problems with Lindsay are because she's just genuinely unhappy and doesn't feel appreciated. And which is valid because she she isn't appreciated. Danielle's a great friend. Danielle has fucking stuck by Lindsay's side and over the seasons has gotten into fucking fights that weren't her own just so that she could defend Lindsay. Like when, um, when fucking Sierra threw the glass at her, like that wasn't even her fight. She was just defending Lindsay. So she's like gone to fucking war for Lindsay. So for Lindsay to kind of just like shove her to the side because she has a man now is pretty fucked up. And I do see how Lynn, how, um, sorry, how Danielle would be like, what the fuck? Like, I've been here for you through all your shitty-ass relationships. I've held your hand. I've, like, done everything for you. And you're just going to be like, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. Our relationship's just, like, changing. No, you still need to make time for your friends. And I feel that. I have a lot of friends who, unfortunately, um, they <laughs> they change when they're in a relationship. It's true. A lot of girls do it. You get a man and you stop going out with your friends, which is fine, you know, I guess. I don't know. Can't relate personally. Or, you know, you stop checking in on your friends. You don't call them as much. You don't text them as much. You don't really know what's going on in their lives because you're so wrapped up in your own relationship. And I mean, first... To some extent, I get it. To some extent, I get it. I personally have always been very much um, 
My friends are like my number one priority. I love my friends so much. And um, I don't know. I would I would literally like take a bullet for any of my friends. No matter who you are, if I consider you a friend, like I'm very loyal to our friendship. And, you know, obviously I have a boyfriend. I've talked about him on the podcast before. He's my audio engineer. And I love Ryan to death. But I would never, you know, have them be like either it's my boyfriend or my friends. Like there's no there's no one or the other. It's both. You know, my friends are always welcome around when my boyfriend is here and vice versa. You know, Ryan will come out with me and my girlfriends. And um, I don't know. That's just our dynamic. Our, like we have a lot of mutual friends. Um, my friend group and his friend group end up mixing sometimes and it's just that's something that is a priority to me and it seems like Danielle also has that priority you know she's very loyal to her friends and at the same time you know she wants to be happy in her relationship so I don't know I feel really conflicted because if I was Lindsay I would be like, what the fuck? You don't support me. Like, would I? I don't I don't know if I would even feel that way. I mean, luckily, I've been very blessed that none of my friends have ever told me that they didn't like Ryan. And maybe it's because maybe they just don't tell me because they want to keep it to themselves. But I don't think that that's the case because, I mean, I don't know. You talk to your girlfriends about stuff like that. I I really don't know. It's very weird. It's a weird dynamic the two of them have because it's just like I I truly do see both sides. I feel like if um, Danielle were to have these conversations with Lindsay without like being so accusatory and being like, well, you don't support me. And like, I feel like Danielle is just like very angry. So she goes into all of these conversations very like spearhead you know like she's like this is the the point i want to get across with Lindsay, and we know that Lindsay gets fucking heated quick as fuck so why would you approach a conversation with Lindsay where you're gonna like come at her and expect her to not like just shut down like Lindsay's just not fucking hearing it she just doesn't want to fucking hear it because danielle is like constant like they haven't had one normal ass conversation every time that they talk it's her coming at Lindsay what rightfully so i would i would be saying the same stuff i do believe that they are moving too quick i do think that you know maybe they're not prioritizing their friendships i agree with everything danielle's saying it's just the approach and with Lindsay, it's kind of always the approach like when danielle talked to um carl they were fine you know because she wasn't so aggressive towards Carl. Carl and her were able to go back and forth and really discuss it. And, you know, Danielle literally said, she was like, I'm not against you guys being together. I'm against like how fast you guys are going and how I'm not being included in anything anymore. Like you you guys don't check up on me. You guys don't have like me in your agenda, basically. And Carl's like, listen, I, I hear you and I'm sorry. And I'm I'm sure Lindsay will feel the same way. You know, I think you guys just need to have that conversation in that manner. But they never do because every time they talk, they like start crying. It gets, uh, gets like heated. Other people are chiming in. Like things just, I don't know, things just go left. And 
it's sad because I feel like they definitely have had a good friendship over the years, even though Danielle personally annoys me. I feel like she has been an amazing friend to Lindsay. So I really hope that they can mend their relationship because um, that just sucks. Like losing a friend, especially a really close friend, is really, really hard and it's very painful and it's like it's like a breakup of in itself so if she's mourning the loss of her friend with Lindsay, and also mourning the loss of her fucking boyfriend like her and rob are not together anymore i feel like danielle's probably just in like a really dark place right now so i don't know that's sad and then even in the preview for next week's episode um when I guess the rest of the house is finding out that Carl is proposing. She like starts crying. She gets really upset because she wasn't included in the proposal. And at first glance, you'd be like, why is she so upset? Like they haven't been like talking. They haven't been on good terms like all summer. Right. But when you really break it down, if your best friend was getting proposed to and the man didn't like contact you like I'm just thinking about it sounds so stupid but I'm just thinking about my friends and if one of my friends got engaged and I wasn't like notified about it or you know saw the ring so I could tell them what kind of ring she liked like as girls you talk about that stuff like whenever the day comes that Ryan decides to propose there's a strict protocol and he knows exactly who he needs to contact he knows exactly what like Pinterest boards need to be pulled up and that's like such a special moment for your best friend you know and i'm assuming that prior to you know this summer they had spoken about being each other's like maids of honor and stuff like that like it's it's a very emotional time for your best friend and you you know even though of course it's about their relationship it also is like such a wonderful moment to know that your best friend found the love of their life you know and to not be included in that is really painful so i couldn't even imagine when she's crying i feel like everybody around is looking at her like what's the big deal but if that was you if you were in that position and your best friend was getting engaged and you were completely blindsided by it you had no clue about it you, it would hurt you too i mean at least me i know for myself it would it would hurt me i know that um let's look at my notes what do we have here so i also have that um carl and Lindsay fight because Lindsay. i'm trying to like do a mental map in my head basically Lindsay's mad that carl and danielle had a good conversation she's like of course you know you're good with her because you just like brush things over and you you like take the blame off of yourself basically like Lindsay's mad that carl made up with danielle but that doesn't change the fact that Lindsay's still mad at danielle personally i think that fight is very stupid i think that Lindsay's in the wrong but i think carl handled handled it very well like he she was getting angry she was drunk she was like you know getting heated and he just basically like shut it down and like walked away which i think is very mature because we've seen um Lindsay's boyfriends in the past go back and forth with her and she gets fucking vicious so i think it's smart that carl knows how to 
handle her basically and knows how to like not push her buttons more when she's already clearly upset but i just thought it was funny because they're like fighting and screaming at each other in bed and like the rest of the house like Paige and like i don't know gabby i think are like quietly like whispering around and like trying to hear their conversation and i i just thought that was so funny because if you were in a house with all your friends and a couple starts fighting you would all be like ears pressed against the wall trying to listen so i thought that was very relatable Alrighty, next couple let's talk about Corey and sam okay my girl sam can finally clear the bench rip up the roster she has her mvp <laughs> good for you sam okay so again in real life, we know that Corey and Sam are together. They are actively dating. So watching this and being like, oh, I hope they get together. I hope they end up like with one another is like we know too much. We know too much. I need to stop like following them on Instagram or something or like stop watching interviews because we know too much. I can't watch it with a with a clear um perspective because i know that they end up dating so it's like i'm not on like the edge of my seat wondering like oh are they gonna kiss are they gonna hook up like you never know no i know they're together i'm happy about it though very happy about it i think they are so cute um i did not watch winter house well i watched the first season of winter house but the most recent one um where Corey is like introduced i did not watch so this is my first impression of Corey. i don't know him from a hole in the wall and i think he's so funny and so just like i don't know like i feel like he would be in my friend group like he's just like goofy and um very confident even though we see in a confessional that he actually talks about how he used to be very insecure because he was so skinny and all the, all the girls would always be like oh you're so cute uh and he's like i don't want to be cute i want to be sexy i want to be hot and i just thought that was funny because i'm sure all boys in high school probably had those thoughts even though they you know put off this uh tough persona it was cute to see that um i do think he's a little goofy like i could see how he was kind of goofy in in like high school and when he was younger but um i saw that him and craig actually have been friends for a really long time so i i thought that was interesting because that's another little crossover um relationship so i wonder if in the in the future if Corey will ever be in some um southern charm like episodes if he's like friend of for like craig and you know Paige and sam because honestly southern charm needs some revamping honestly so that would be cool maybe if they go down south with craig i don't know but yeah Corey and sam adorable love them i feel like they they just like are each other's little spark you know and that's what sam was talking about in the beginning of the um season she's like i just want somebody who like thinks i'm fun and doesn't like dim my sparkle like somebody who i can just be myself with be silly with and i feel like Corey is that for her so i'm very happy for them and basically Corey needs to like move in at this point like he met sam and they've been to like every single function every single weekend he's been back um when when um carl and Lindsay had their housewarming party he was there i'm like oh so Corey's like a main character like he is 
on the cast. So I thought that was cute. Uh, What's next? Oh, this is a little sad. So we have Amanda, Paige, and Sierra, and they are talking about the fertility test that they took. So basically, Sierra, um, well, we know Sierra was a nurse and, well, is a nurse, was a nurse. I don't know if she currently does any nursing. (laughs) I don't know. Anywho, um, Amanda had expressed that she was concerned about her fertility because she hadn't had her period in a very long time, like multiple months like I feel like it was a very long time and she was losing a lot of weight she's very skinny people online are saying horrible shit about Amanda because she's so skinny but me personally I'm like your body looks amazing (laughs) but that's my own toxic uh traits anywho but yeah so she is concerned about her fertility um she's losing a lot of weight she hasn't had her period um she said that her hormones are all out of whack because she's like has a lot of acne breaking out whatever right so sierra's like listen if you're really concerned you need to go to the doctor you need to get tested you need to see like you know your egg count like if you plan on having a family with kyle like you need to get it together you know so the three of them were like fine we'll all take the fertility test and that way we're all in it together basically and it comes back that amanda and Paige both are normal have normal egg count are you know their blood work says that they're gonna probably hit menopause around the same time you know like that's good but then sierra it says that she may have less eggs than you know recommended at her age and may hit menopause a little bit earlier and you see that sierra is very taken back by it she's like wait what like it's weird because she doesn't really talk much about it like they kind of you could tell that it was a little uncomfortable a little awkward and they don't really talk about it again once they pass it but um it was just it was interesting because they did the test for Amanda and Sierra was the one who was pushing Amanda. You need to take care of your health. You need to check. You need to know. And then in hindsight, it was Sierra who actually needed the information. And I think that just is the dichotomy of having, you know, good, good girlfriends in your life. People that are there for you for a specific reason, you know, without Amanda, Sierra may have never known that she, you know, may possibly suffer um, with fertility. And as a woman, that's something we are always thinking about, always conscious of, you know, um, you're always tracking your period. And if you're late or if you um, have, you know, different symptoms, I mean, (laughs) I don't need to get into all that, but, you know, fertility is something very important to women. And we think about it our whole lives. Our whole lives were conditioned to, you know, think about, when we want to get pregnant or when we don't want to get pregnant it's just i don't know it's just very sad and then because sierra is in the medical field i know she understands the severity of that so i i hope she's okay and i hope she's you know able to push through this and if she does need any medical assistance that she gets it if she doesn't hopefully everything's good i don't know but i just i hope that Amanda and Paige are good support systems for her. 
And then next, I want to talk about Maya. I feel like Maya's been in and out this season. She's there some weekends, not there other weekends. I don't know. But Maya, I like Maya. I like Maya a lot. Um, I feel like she's very real. And I think a lot of the people on just many shows in reality TV, you know, they're very conscious that the cameras are watching, you know. Maya... She'll make the face. Someone will say something and she'll make a face. She'll be the one who's like, oh, but what about this? She's the one who I feel like is there for genuine friendships, genuine connections, is having a good time that summer, not just on a TV show. And um, she basically drops the ball. Well, drops the bomb, I should say, to the girls that she thinks that Carl is proposing to Lindsay soon. And Danielle's like, what do you mean? How do you know? (laughs) Like giving her the fucking fourth degree, fifth degree. I don't know. I don't know what the, (laughs) I don't know what the saying is, but she's like asking all these questions to Maya. Like, how do you know? And Maya's like, I just know, like, I don't know. I just know. And I relate to that so much because she's like, listen, I listen to the conversations happening around me. I infer things. I read body language. I just know. And I get that because I always have my ears open. I'm always eavesdropping. I'm always listening. If you're talking about something close to me, I'm listening. I've heard it. I've stored it in my little memory bank. I know so many things that I should not know, that I should not be privy to, just because my little ears pick it up. And I feel like Maya is the same exact way. And um, she's like, I don't know for a fact, like nobody specifically said this to me, but I know. And I, I just thought that was very funny. And then she actually also talks about her boyfriend, Oliver. And I don't know, I've heard some rumors Listen, word on the street is Oliver is not the greatest guy. And it's interesting because she kind of feels it, I feel. Like there's um, one confessional where she's like talking about Oliver coming over to her house and how like he doesn't keep things there. Like he doesn't have a drawer or whatever. And all the girls are like, what? You've been together for a year. Like he can't like have a drawer at your apartment. And she's like, mm, I don't know something about it. Something about it is not allowing me to trust him fully. And I think that that is good intuition, Maya, because we know that he has cheated on her. Um, So that's very, I don't know, it's just good intuition. I like Maya. Like, I don't really have much else to say about her because she's not really here that often. She's, some weekends she is, some weekends she's not. So, like, when she's here, she's delivering. She's giving it to us. But when she's not, it's like, um, we don't really miss her. So, the jury's kind of out. I personally really like Maya, though, like, as if, like, I would be her friend in real life. But, whatever. Next, Andrea and his girlfriend. So, his girlfriend, Lexi, comes. And this is kind of old news about Andrea and Paige back in the day (laughs) when they first met they had a little fling a little a little thing but there was always like some other girl that he would always like talk about or um last season he like cried about her because they weren't together anymore and we've heard the name Lexi a lot I feel and this is the first time that I'm meeting her or seeing her she may have been on Summer House but I don't know 
oops dropped my pen she may have been on summer uh sorry winter house but i don't know because like i said i i didn't watch um the last season of winter house so forgive me if i'm incorrect but i don't know i like i feel like they were giving us like andrea and lexi's little love story and we were supposed to like really buy into it but i feel like andrea's not even really on the cast so i don't really know why they gave us that it was a little weird i feel like if andrea was in the house full time and then lexi came sure that makes sense but he's he's a guest bringing a guest so that was a little i don't know i don't know it was it was fine like it wasn't bad but i just i take it or leave it i guess i don't know and then the episode ends on the proposal. So Lindsay and Carl, um, Lindsay's told that he's, that they're going to have like a bonfire at the beach and that the two of them are going to go pick up some firewood beforehand. So the two of them get ready first and head out to pick up some wood or whatever. And then as they're walking onto the beach, um, they like she sees like this little sign that says seven years which is how long they've been together and then a little sign that says best friends and she's like wait what's going on and he's like oh i just wanted us to like um you know get away for a little bit and there's this beautiful picnic set out on the beach and then he just right to it gets down on one knee and you know asks her to marry him and she genuinely looks so surprised like I don't know how she wouldn't have known that was coming because I feel like it was very obvious, but she was very surprised and she looked very pretty. They looked so cute. I mean, I I remember her seeing the post on Instagram that they were engaged and um, I was very happy for them when I first saw it. Um, as a viewer, I thought, oh my God, I'm so happy for them. But now watching the season... I agree with Danielle. I think it's too soon. I think it's weird. I feel like they are a very weird couple, personally. Um, they're just awkward. And their scenes when they're, like, <laughs> when they're, like, flirting with each other and, like, I don't know. It's just awkward. It's awkward. It's, like, weird. It's like seeing your parents kiss. You're like, no, thank you. I really don't want that. Like, something about them just doesn't vibe. But I do know that they have been friends for a really long time. They're each other's support systems. You know, both of them have been through a lot and the other person was there to help them. So, I mean, listen, if they're happy, then they're happy, whatever. It was a very cute proposal. I honestly, I teared up a little bit watching it. I don't know. I'm just so sappy. It was really cute. I don't know. Basically, I contradict myself in every other every other sentence because I don't think that they're a perfect couple but I did think it was a cute proposal so that's that that's my take summer house I love to watch it I want to go to one of their parties please 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 how do I get invited to a summer house party I would sell my soul I would take the nastiest shot created I would I don't know what I would do to go to a summer house party, but I would just, I would really, really love to. I mean, I've never even been to the Hamptons, so <laughs> it's above my pay grade. It's out of my tax bracket, but it just looks so fun. The show has been a little, it's been a little, like, like I said in the beginning, it's been dragging out a little bit, 
But for the most part, it's fun. I love watching Summer House. I really enjoy all the people. Um, I didn't really talk too much about Kyle. He had a big birthday. Oh, I should have talked about him, but I don't know. Kyle's just like, Kyle's Kyle, you know? He just, he's just there, and he's happy to be there, and he's having a great time to be there. Like, I love Kyle, and I never thought Kyle was attractive before, but something about him in this season is attractive because he's very calm i feel like he's level-headed before him and amanda used to fight so much it was like it was so hard to watch but i feel like they're good their relationship's good he's pretty like level-headed this season i don't know i'm into it but yeah that's that's that that's my summer house episode thank you guys for listening um if you would be so kind please please follow me on spotify even if you listen on different streaming devices please just like go to spotify and find me and follow me because i'm trying to um get enough followers to be like a (laughs) oh my gosh what's it called like a paid like to get ads let me just let me just throw it out there just to get ads like i want to get paid for this nowhere near that yet but a girl can dream right so just follow me on spotify and we'll just see what happens oh <laughs> i have i have like more streams on apple than on spotify i personally listen on apple when i listen to other podcasts um but spotify is where i can make the books so let's send it on over to spotify if you know what i mean um also follow me on instagram i have um a little bravo bible instagram it's called the dot bravo bible um and then on tiktok i'm posting some stuff so just like search the hashtag the bravo bible um i try to post on reddit and on facebook groups basically just like anywhere that i can promote my my channel so yeah please just keep sending it to friends doing whatever you're doing i'm really appreciating all the love all my friends are listening and family i really really appreciate you guys without people listening i would just be a crazy person talking to myself about crazy people on tv so i really appreciate it thank you very much have a good night or day or whatever I'm so awkward. You would think I would get better as these episodes go, but no. All right. See ya. (laughs)